It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Yo, Moo Guy Rich, bringing the bull. And this week, the Danny is joining us. I'm here. (laughs) What's up, everybody? I miss you guys. (laughs) I miss you, bro. Did you hear how shitty we were last week? We thought you were coming on, and I heard it from so many different people. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. I guess there was a mix-up with my Microsoft account, my old Roma email that I obviously do not have access to, uh, and my Xbox account. So I had changed something for my daughter to play Xbox, not thinking about my Skype. And anyway, fucked it all up. All of a sudden, it locked all three of my emails off, and I'm like, okay, well, okay. Well, Danny, you don't have a RomaCraft account anymore. Why not? What are you doing now? Ooh, you got to go back like 10 episodes. I, I left Roma. But what are you doing oh, now? Yeah, you were supposed to run yeah. with that. Danny at uh, Aldi, AldiFoods.com. You're uh, Aldi, you get into the grocery game? Aldi food manager. <laughs> like Jake, no, no, he's, he's started, a cashier. Started, started from the bottom over here. Yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Miss you at the bottom. Um, well, so hey, yeah. By the way, you don't even you don't even whine and fucking die me. You're just like you're like slapping a dress on me and, and get me in the bed, bro. I mean, you do what you gotta do. Uh, What's up? So talk talk to us, man. What's going on? So yeah, uh, we heard yeah, you. So uh, the the I think uh, cow manifested this back into existence uh, we're going to relaunch uh, uh, Baracoa Cigar Company Baracoa, however, wherever you're from <laughs> Baracoa uh, Baracoa <laughs> and, uh, and we're going we're gonna to relaunch the voyage um, which is super exciting for us um, obviously, you know, something I've known for, for the last um, you know, few weeks and, and or a couple months probably and uh, let's be real. You guys kind of knew it too. Uh, oh, oh! Don't be, don't be throwing us out there like that. Easy. I knew nothing. No oh. shit. I still don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, no, I'm talking about cigar. I mean, obviously, we know you don't know. No. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, uh, new factory. Um, new game plan. New sizes. New a, a lot. Right. Um, uh, new meat. Uh, compared to when I started originally, where compared to what I know today, um, I knew nothing. Today, I know a little more than nothing. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, I'm really wanting to, you know, just create a, a real company, a real cigar company, make it a real business, uh, not a fly-by-night, which, you know, unfortunately can, can happen. So, you know, we're setting things up um, to do that. Uh, we're going to handle our own distribution. Um, so, you know, not necessarily going to be going the rep and, and broker route, 
Um, and it, and it's going to be fun, man. Uh, the, I, I'm, I'm just jazzed and excited, uh, to get it back. Uh, been smoking the samples for a few weeks now. Uh, actually a couple iterations of the samples and, uh, I think it's ready. I think, I think we're good to go with, with the voyage. Um, 2.0 and then you know there's gonna be other stuff to kind of roll out shortly after that um with you know another another couple blends and brands to follow uh fairly fairly quickly after that so danny sure. can you can you talk to us a little bit about uh can you can you talk about the factory that you're moving to or, or is that for that? sure no, right. for sure fucking i look i'm not gonna lie to anybody yeah i don't I don't, as the majority of the people in the cigar industry, they don't own their own cigar factory. I do not. What? Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's, it's uh, William Ventura. So Tabacalera, William Ventura out of the Dominican Republic uh, um, is a factory that I just have a lot of respect for. Um, Henderson Ventura that uh, actually runs the factory. He's, I guess his title is CEO or whatever. Um, he's early thirties. He might be 30, 30, 31 years old. Yeah, um, you know. and is, and has been working at the factory since he was 12. Um, and his, his father has a, a, a crazy history in the cigar industry, um, in DR, um, with, uh, with the Davidoff. Is that right? From like the eighties or something. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, they have just a crazy family legacy. Um, and in 2007, they um, they opened their own factory in DR, and, and just last year opened a new factory where you know they'll be they'll be able to produce a little over two million cigars a year. Um, and I'm I'm super excited, man. If you if you look at you know ratings and and awards of cigars that are coming out of that factory right now, you know they're they're pretty hot um, as far as trends go. So, um, you know, I was able to get kind of in front of Henderson and, and get have a conversation with him and lasted about an hour and a half. And it just kind of it worked. I mean, it, it was great. The conversation. So, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, dude. I, yeah, I'm, we, it would have been minutes. Otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a good looking guy. No, sure. So, uh, you know, shout out to a couple people. Shout out to. Um, you know, Matt Booth for throwing my name out there to him. And, and once again, Ronnie Secreto up in Michigan for, you know, kind of um, talking about me. Because at, when the conversation started, I guess there, there had been a couple guys that wanted to do blends and, and brands out of his fact, out, of, out of that factory. But he just he just knew that they didn't really know the industry. They didn't they don't really know what they're building. They don't know what they're going to go through. Right. They're just guys that, hey, I want to have my own cigar. Right. And, and I guess the conversation with them was, look, you know, I have like pretty big, I have pretty big companies that roll out of here and I'm just going to pull production time away from them to make your kind of like one off, um, thing. Right. So he wasn't necessarily interested. Danny, what, what other, can you just let people, for people that don't know, can you just tell people what other brands are made there? Yeah. Give people an idea. Yeah. Um, so obviously, uh, Adventura ADV, um, is Henderson's brand, uh, that actually just launched in the U S last year and has been getting some, some, you know, like just really great reviews and they're, and they're, they're starting to ramp up production. And I think they've actually almost like tripled their production from last year to this year, which is 
you know, amazing with a, with a pandemic. That's crazy, right? Um, uh, near and dear to my heart, and why I brought up Room 101, um, or Matt Booth is Room 101 has a lot of their cigars made out of there. The Farce, um, and it's and the Farce Habano that was in uh, Cigar at CA's, I think it was number 22. Um, is those are made out of there. Um, uh, a lot, a lot out of the Caldwells are made out of uh, Robert Caldwell or Caldwell cigars are made there. Um, La Barba and some other ones, right? So there's 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 a lot of um they have a lot of really good interesting well-aged tobacco um just from you know who who this family has been over the last you know two three decades and they have access to everything um um and even their packaging has been winning awards right like uh, they've been w- winning like humidor awards when it's really just a cigar box but it's it's held so well that um that they're winning awards for that. So, you know, there's just, a, there's just a lot of really good positive things coming out of that factory on top of the fact that Henderson's just such a cool dude, man. He's such a good guy, like, you know, you know, wife and kids. And, and he's just, he's just a real nice down to earth, humble guy um, that we just, he's a fun guy. I, I, I was waiting for that to hit. Uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, so yeah, I mean th- those are some of the brands, and I, I mean, I'm excited, man. I'm I'm super excited to uh, to start you know Voyage 2.0 out of there. Right. Now, now, Danny, we we came up with uh, well, actually it was mostly Kyle came <laughs> up with some stuff that will be included uh, with the new with the Voyage 2.0. Can Kyle's gonna go through some of these? Can you confirm? or deny uh, some of the things that Kyle told everybody last week would be included? Sure. Can't oh, I don't, I don't remember any of this. He was drunk. You were? I remember, like, I remember the segment, but I don't remember the pieces. All right, so, so Danny, <laughs> uh, is it true that there will be uh, pirate hats in your boxes, uh, like, like at Burger King Crown? Uh, no. But I like I like where your head's at. In a pirate hat. In a That's pirate. Where my hat. head's at. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Is it true that that sometimes when you're blending cigars, it's like those white airheads where it's like a mix of blends because that's just what's left on the table, and every now and then you throw one of those into the box for a mystery flavor. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. Uh, no special <laughs> mystery cigar, dude. That would be awesome. You know what though? That would be awesome. Just like, hey, yeah, there's 21 cigars in here, 20 voyage, and you get one. Who knows? You get yeah. one little, you know, puppy surprise. Take the real voyage. Figure out what the hell this is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we just like, you know, just put some THC in there and not tell anybody. Yeah, call it a nug. Yeah, people are like, oh man, I love these. I love this cigar especially. Or people, or people freak the hell out. One per box, keep buying. Viaje yeah. did that one uh, where they had the row of uh, box pressed underneath the uh, normal cigars. That time. Gee. Oh, we're, we're, never mind that. We won't do it. No, they was, <laughs> I'm just saying it was on the very bottom row. I went into shops and there were shop owners that had no clue that those were under there. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. 
Danny, it was just your favorite cigar holiday on Thursday. Damn, it was. Damn right yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking turkey. And then there's the other one, but at least they are kind of obvious with it. The, that bobble from, I think, what is it, Lost and Found or something? Um, they did one, too. Oh, God. Yeah, theirs is better, I think, because they, like, feed families in need with that cigar. Oh, yeah, I didn't read the whole thing. Well, then, fuck it. That's awesome. You should buy that one. Yeah, there's a charity aspect to it. But you didn't smoke it, though, right? I didn't buy it. No. No. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, when's it coming out? So, um, if all goes well with the box factory, um, which was my the bane of my existence the last time also, uh, it should be third to fourth week of, of January. Um, and, yeah, super excited about that. Um, I've actually, um, I actually kind of have the, the launch location pretty much set. Um, I don't know if they want me to talk, they, they they want me to talk about it just yet. And so I'll hold off, but, um, that is super exciting, uh, just for people to jump all over and say, Hey, you know, we will, let's do your launch here. We'll do a sizable order and like, you know, done. And another store here in Florida, they wanted to do the, the central Florida launch or Florida launch. I'm like, you know. Of course, you know. Thank you so much. So it's it's, it's exciting, you know. And I get the get the emails and messages, and people say, "Hey, you know, let's let's uh, you know sign me up." You know, I, and honestly, nobody's even really asked me the price. They're just like, "Hey, you know, put us down. Send me the. I want to send you over my information." Um, and, and that's just and it's it's just a great feeling. It's humbling, and you know, it's something you, I I would I never take for granted, and I never take, um, you know. I would never take advantage of, right? Like respect that kind of um, relationship that we have or, you know, that I have with these guys. So it's exciting, man, for sure. So when somebody launches a boat, they like hit it with a glass of champagne or a bottle of champagne, right? Yeah. That's the, the thing. Do you yeah. do that when you launch the voyage? Is that every box, it? every box will get smashed with a bottle of Don P. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, now it is going to be a $500 box to cover that excitement, uh, exciting part. No, uh, uh, I did have some champagne at my original launch party that went everywhere, but, uh, no, I mean, Hey man, if it, if it turns down, we could do it and I'll beat everybody with a champagne bottle. I'll do it. And I'll trade this from cow. Come to, uh, perfect. come to Oklahoma. We'll launch it with some, uh, champagne. I'm down. There it is. Um, yeah. So um, also, so uh, if anyone saw um, or cared, probably neither. Um, I uh, we're building out a warehouse uh, right now, so that's kind of where I've been at, and then why you know these Monday nights have kind of been killing me. Um, just been there, you know. Wow, you know, just kind of making things, you know, nicer. Say, hey, I'm going to be here for a good part of my life. Uh, you know, let me. We're going to build some of this stuff out, getting the office stuff built. Um, and obviously, you know, when you're building stuff like that, people don't show up when they are supposed to, or you don't have the stuff you need, and you're making trips and you're going all over. So, 
Um, you know, that at the same time, we're going to, we're going to build a warehouse, uh, going to build, uh, and, and I know everyone kind of heard me say podcast studio, and especially you guys in there. Uh, and, and yeah, absolutely. Um, now I don't know, I don't think, I doubt it's going to be a cigar kind of centered, um, show. Um, I, we will obviously, um, talk about cigars at some point and, you know, the, with, you know, authenticity and all that stuff. But, um, uh, I've just, I've had a few podcast ideas in my head over the last like year or so that I kind of wanted to roll out and, um, and, and I want, and I want to do that. And, um, I think I found a really good co-host, like someone that I could really bounce off of that lives near, uh, or lives close and, um, you know, just do some kind of general topics, but with stuff like that. And, uh, so I want to do that in there. Uh, and maybe honestly, I have two or three <laughs> podcast ideas. So, you know, um, I want to build that in, in there. I'm looking to do like maybe like a 20 foot shipping container in there and then convert that into a podcast studio on it. Nice. Soundproofing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, and then in the center, in the middle of the thing, it's just going to be kind of, I'm going to try to recreate like that lounge feel, you know, uh, nice rug chairs, tables, ashtrays, you know, all that stuff and, uh, and, and recreate that. And so anyway, you know, the idea is to say, Hey, you know, I, I have, we have a warehouse, you know, I, I'm having the product come in and just really make a real company. Um, as, as I've always wanted to. That's awesome. Badass. Um, that said, I'm also, <laughs> I mean, just to kind of keep it going in talks, um, with a couple brands that are asking me to help them with distribution. Um, and it's exciting. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that would necessarily work, but with everything, the landscape kind of changing in the industry and in the way, you know, COVID and reps and, you know, you know, unfortunately um, I have some friends that are going to be losing their job shortly with Miami cigar. As you see that announcement that came out, um, I was actually close to the, like three of those guys um, really close to three of those guys. And, um, you know, that, that kind of sucks. I, I think they're all going to be fine. They're all great guys and they're, they really do good. But, you know, is that, is they, you know, is that a trend that's going to start happening? Right. Whether like, Hey, nobody can travel anyway. Fuck it. We're going to pull this in house and we're going to suck it up for a year and hopefully build. I, I don't know, but I want to be ready. Right. So that's kind of the conversations I'm having with these other guys to kind of, take the, I guess, take the relationships that I built, you know, over the phone over the last few years and, and be prepared to travel only when completely necessary. Right. Um, and, and work it that way. So, um, that's some stuff that I re you know, that I'm, I'm not ready to talk about and who knows, it could be next week and then I'm ready to talk about it. But, um, it's just it's just another way to like kind of cement the the brand and and the company and and make sure we're here for a while and and watch this ever changing landscape of the cigar industry. It's crazy. It diversifies how, like, it a little bit, right? So like other people's money becomes your money too, which is nice. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 
look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, no, I'm not doing it for the money. Like, no, I'm, I'm going to do it for the money. But, you know, at the same time, it, it, it'll help, it'll help them that they're friends of mine. It'll help um, us on, you know, covering our nut for a while, but it also, you know, legitimize or, or, you know, strengthen that brand of like, wow, you know, especially with the, the names or the brands that are coming, you know, they aren't, you know, they really aren't small brands. Um, um, they're not massive, but they're way bigger than me. And, uh, and it's, it, it'll, if, if we figure this out, man, it, it's going to be, it'll be fun. It'll be exciting. It'll be, and it's, it's going to be, um, a really great move for, for all of us in it. And then maybe I'll have more to talk about on the, on the show. <laughs> I think you definitely uh, don't have enough to talk about today. So definitely a problem. What today? But typically. <laughs> That's fair. So are there, are, here's the important question. Are there a bunch of shops where all of our listeners can buy these from? Or maybe online shops, if you know, if nothing else. Uh, what voyage? Or yeah, yeah. So January comes around. Oh, Everybody yeah. wants the voyage. Is yeah. it going to be widely available? Yeah, I mean, well, no. So <laughs> it'll be fifty. Like, I, my my goal is to start. My goal was to start with fifty. In the talks that I've had, I'm at about seventy-two or something, right? So it's not bad to start. That is that is not bad to start at all, and and honestly, much bigger could become a little unmanageable. So I need to really kind of hone that in. Um, it's going to take some discipline to be able to say no if there's anyone else that wants to order right away. Um, so you know, and that's it. I I, just, I need to build it a little bit bigger and be able to support. I guess now seventy accounts, right? Seventy-ish accounts. Um, and then maybe sign up another 25 at the trade show if I'm lucky enough to do that um, and and really pace myself um, with, with doing it. I mean, that that that's a lot to say like, oh, well, I, you know, hey, we got to ship out 75 orders today of, you know, 10 boxes each. That's they right. So that's a thousand boxes or 750 boxes uh, of cigars like, you know, that that takes a team. So hopefully. You know, um, the, the cigars are fantastic. The cigars are great. I'm, you know, the samples I've had, I'm hoping <laughs> in the middle, the in middle of January, they're equally as great. Um, they ship. I hope I need to do a really good job for my retailers and spreading the word on these things are getting out there. Um, and then, you know, help them kind of turn and burn, uh, that first, that first round. And then, you know, say, okay, you know, here's the new, here's the new one. And then here's the new one. You know, so um, just a lot of spinning plates, a lot of moving pieces uh, for for me and, and honestly for me and my wife right now that, that we're just taking care of. They're working now. Dead silence. No one give a fuck. That's awesome, Danny. <laughs> Where'd Mo go? Is he sleeping? You're a, you're a badass. Well, yeah, because I got a tattoo now. We did see that. I did see that. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I was getting another call, so I didn't. I don't want to touch my phone. I was muted, so you guys didn't hear me drinking. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, tell us about the <laughs> tell us about the tattoo, Pete. 
Uh, fuck you, Mo. So, so I mean, look, everybody saw like anybody listening to social media, you can see. What but let, let's talk about let's talk about pain levels. Uh, do any of you guys have tattoos? Yes. No. Who? Oh, Drew, you have. Yes. Drew's got Simba on his shoulder. <laughs> True. Actually, that's hard. Drew, do you have an ass tattoo? An an ass tattoo. I should get one. What? Uh, oh, let's take. Do you have a tattoo for real? Or yeah, no? I do. I've got a couple. What is yes. It? Oh, cool. So, one thing no one ever told me was how much the wiping hurts. Like, if you've ever seen a video of someone getting tattooed, yeah, and then they come back with like a, a paper towel or something and they wipe. Yeah. I've never heard anyone really talk about that because when you look, when you see a tattoo on a video. It looks like a soothing part, like, ah, oh, that must feel relaxing after they've been injected <laughs> with needles. And now they're wiping you down. It's like, like, ah, oh, you know. So I was like, well, hey, you know, wipe a lot. You know, in my head, I was like, man, I hope you wipe a lot. Just the comment. <laughs> it is equally as hard as painful. Yeah, it's like scrubbing your uh, cut arm with sandpaper. <laughs> exactly. It's, like, it's exactly that. Like, you have an open wound and someone hits it here cover that with sandpaper and you're like, ah, that doesn't make it any better. No. Uh, yeah, that was bad. That was where, bad. Uh, so, where did you get it? Uh, on my right arm, like, uh, my forearm. Forearm. Okay. Probably yeah, not bad wrist. there though. Pain wise. Right. Well, well, cause it goes down to my wrist and then like kind of the fleshy part, um, but the, what it was is uh, there's a lot of what they call like packing. So there's, you know, there's some really just dark black areas that just yeah just go over it for a while. Right. And, uh, and, you know, that hurt, but I was kind of ready for it, you know, and, just, uh, and, you know, I took some quote unquote meds to help me with the pain and manage it during the tattoo. Uh, but I was not ready for the wiping. Not ready for the white, the, the paper towel or whatever he was, whatever the fuck he was using. Yeah, I think it's just I a paper not, towel. Yeah, and uh, you know, I didn't tap out. I didn't. I didn't say, "Hey, we got to take a break." Nothing. But was fuck. was this your first? This is my first tattoo. Oh, okay. Uh, awesome, man! You went big. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not crazy big, but you know. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's definitely not that like little butterfly somebody gets on their shoulder to <laughs> say, Hey, I got my first tattoo. Maybe that's what I should get on my ass. <laughs> butterfly. You put a, no, you just put a W on each butt cheek. <laughs> I would feel bad for the tattoo artist. So probably not going to do that. Welcome to the club, Danny. Oh, I appreciate it. And immediately I'm like, well, you know what I want to get next? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm already in my, I'm still in pain. I was like, well, right here, what I want to do is, you know, so. Yeah, uh, that's what happens. It's pretty funny. Oh. So what's the next one? No, I'm going to kind of continue this uh, kind of thing on my arm. Voyage. Yeah, I like that font. I'm going to do a couple things, a couple shout-outs to 
uh, little companies that I like and friends. You know, I'm just I'm gonna do some stuff for my kids and I don't know. Got a whole little plan together, so I just gotta get over this and suck it up and then get ready to do it again. When's the Sultans of Smoke tattoo? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Drew. Drew didn't give me the okay to get it. Like, oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you're good. I'll send the art over. <laughs> we would prefer to be a peanut tattoo. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then I can put the Sultans of Smoke. <laughs> me, me and, and, and then me and Cow. Yeah. Me and Cow yeah, could be on the logo this time. <laughs> uh. And all of our guests. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> oh, that's good shit. It's funny because Danny was talking about the boxes and stuff, and it it's always funny. It the stuff that delays everything is very rarely the cigars themselves. Yeah, it's always like boxes or bands or. Something like that. Yeah. Whatever. And it's funny. It's like it's still November, and I am crossing my fingers it's ready by the third week of or middle of January. <laughs> right? So, uh, or I guess now it needs to be, I guess, beginning of January, let the latest. Uh, absolute crossing my fingers. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Stuff works fast, though, if you show up with, like, a briefcase of money. That's uh, weird how that works. Amazing. Unfortunately, I do not have such a thing. But <laughs> what I hear, that is, that is what happens. A gun works, too. <laughs> uh, shorter, shorter time frame, right? It works for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the thing is, you got to, you got to. You got to put one, you got to put somebody down for the rest of them to take you seriously. <laughs> right. Cal, we had, uh, I was wondering, are you in the shed tonight? No. The she shed? The man, yeah. the man shed. I mean, call it what it, you want to call it. We have officially entered uh, in the car smoking season. At least here, yeah. It's so I was wondering, so I was wondering if Kyle, you were uh, uh, you were testing out the the new setup on this frigid evening. No, no. We delivered a bunch of Christmas cookies tonight. I didn't get Christmas. Did What's that have to do with the smoking cigar in your remember. shed? I just yeah. I know. Well, we're gonna do it more than once. So that I was not home until this podcast started. No, oh, so you, you didn't I get been outside. You didn't get a chance to set up. Yeah, you need my address, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dan- Danny, how many did you, do you oh. need? My address? Do you need whatever? How many of those responses did you get? Uh, a bunch, but, but not as many as I thought. But I think it, I think honestly, it's because I'd say it so much. Like I make fun of it so much. Like mm-hmm. people just like, All right, yeah, I don't want to say that shit. But yeah. Um. Do what, you have enough funny? offers for quality control? Yeah. <laughs> Where I messed up was giving a sample to a shop that I went to visit in or in, in Sanford called Executive. Uh, shout out to my girl, Erica Everett. What up? Um, love her. And 
went in and I had a good friend of mine, David Papp, um, with me and I gave them each one and they, you know, we posted the pictures of it and didn't think about it. It's like, Oh yeah. Samples, bro. Let me get some. like, ah, no, I just like literally don't, I don't have like, you know, very little of each kind of size, not very little. Well, yeah, very little of each kind of size, like not even a full box of each. And it's like, just relax. Like it was a, it was circumstance that I, I was able to give those out. Oh, it's really unfortunate that my box must have got lost in the mail then if there aren't that many. <laughs> Your box? <laughs> no, it's coming. Well, got, you know, it's funny. I was going to do it, and then you guys started dry begging for it. I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to fuck you. I already got mine, Cal. I don't know what you're talking about. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, are they just Gurkhas with some Voyage bands that Danny <laughs> hand wrote? Well, it's like the patina hat I got was actually just like Sharpie. <laughs> the fuck it was. That's a new era, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, but they, it was smaller. I said new error. Uh, <laughs> well, it looks like the boils are the paste. <laughs> All right. Uh, so on to the important stuff. We got some good questions from people tonight. Do we? And by some, I mean we got like two. <laughs> Nice. Like terrible. Oh, you know, whatever. We're going to do them. Great. Uh, yeah, I mean, we can't talk about the voyage all night. We can. But we won't. got to save something for next time Danny joins us. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mape wants to know, who do you want to see as the new Jeopardy host? <laughs> Again, uh, What's the guy from Will Ferrell? Just up. <laughs> that might be good. Jim Carrey, maybe. He does a lot of weird shit now. Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. That would be so amazing because he would actually know all the answers. Yeah, that could actually be good. Um. I don't really care because I don't watch Jeopardy. Yeah, me neither. But if it was Neil deGrasse Tyson, I'd start watching. <laughs> bet you, bet you, bet you they put a woman in. Bet. 100%. Yeah. Probably right. I mean, not that there's a, obviously there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just like when you do it on purpose, like, yeah. oh, well, we have to have a woman. It's like, all right. Again, I think they're preferences. trying like four different people and they're going to see who works. Yeah, that's what I read. So I got Ken Jennings is going to be Steve Harvey. Oh God! <laughs> you know who's dumbass like... faces at the answers? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, Can you imagine? He's got, he's got millions of views on YouTube. Because he's got a personality, and most of the contestants don't. So mm. can you imagine if one Ooh. of them said something stupid? Yeah. It would be fucking hilarious. But in all reality, Steve Harvey's not going to know a lot of those answers. Well, yeah, maybe and not. Neither did neither did Alex Trebek, but yeah. man, it made it seem he made it seem like he did. Like, sure did. You dumbass! You didn't know fucking that. You didn't know the guy that invented the fucking. I don't even know. <laughs> the the show moves too fast for Steve Harvey. He's good with a slow roll. Mm. He's not yeah. the fastest comedian, but he what is really Jerry funny Springer? when he stops. 
Jerry Springer, is that what you said? Eddie Murphy. Oh. No. Eddie, Eddie Murphy wouldn't have the patience for those people. <laughs> That's the whole point. He would just walk off. He'd like, man, fuck this show. Fuck them Maybe Dave Chappelle. What about David Letterman? No. He'd be good. He'd be, he'd be too funny. Like, the show would just be about him. And then they don't want to. Yeah. Yes, it's not the point. You know who's weird to watch, though? And I've noticed in these few months that I haven't had a job. Is Drew Carey on Price is Right. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> you know, how he's making ridiculous bank. I know. But it's just so weird because you can tell he wants to make fun of these people. Like, you can <laughs> oh, tell yeah. his inner comedian is like, hey, take it easy. Right. It, it's almost like watching somebody that needs to use the bathroom and they're holding it in. <laughs> That's seriously what it's like watching him on Prices Right. <laughs> I don't like even know just, what that like, like he wants to make fun of him so bad and he can't. Uh, he just like like he's it's like he's got to go to the bathroom and he just you know he has to like let it out. Like yeah, he can't you wait for the segment to be over so he can go fucking laugh. Because he'll look at the he'll look at the <laughs> he'll look at the camera with a smile of like <laughs> right. <laughs> Like the Mr. Roper smile from Three yeah. Company. Like y'all, like you guys caught that too, right? You dumb yeah. <laughs> I will say that the fucking prizes have dramatically upgraded since I was a kid. Like yeah. on the opening gifts or prizes is like a Rolexes. They were giving away Jaguars and Beamers. I'm like, what is going on? Some dude won a hundred grand like randomly. I'm like, inflation. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Maybe they hit him with that California tax too. Right. <laughs> hey, you won this California, so really you won hundred grand, you owe us. Three yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I don't know. I, I, I really don't. I mean, do we have a, a final group answer? No. So basically we've agreed that it can't be somebody cool. No. It's got to be somebody that makes the show interesting, not that is too interesting on their own. Like a, like a B-lister. Yeah. I think Cow could do it. No, Cow would be great. Yeah, that'd be good. I would. I think Cow would know some of those answers. Absolutely. He's snarky enough. Mm-hmm. Like, just like Alex Trebek, like when they got something wrong, they'd be like, he'd be like, really. Okay, and uh, oh, and then they would let him drink up. That'd be the best. Kyle does have a little Ooh. bit of snarkiness to him. Of course he does. No, he's super quick witted. Yeah, he gets away. He gets away with being a jag off because he's kind of quiet. But he's uh, he's underneath that. Yeah, he's low key asshole. You'd be perfect, Kyle. So we agree, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Cow can, gonna, cow would be the worst answer. I'll I'll send a message uh, tomorrow <laughs> to the producers. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and make that happen. Would you quit you your job if they did call yeah. you and offer you the the gig? Yeah. I, I don't know what that pays. Oh come on! More than you're making now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you got to worry about that, Cow. I think Alex, I'm just saying. Alex Trebek, Alex Trebek was worth like three or four hundred million dollars. Okay, well then, yes, then I would. You would have to move to California. That's oh, fine. Oh, that must suck. Oh, no. Yeah. Good weather. weather all the time. Yeah. 
with a high enough paying job that you don't care about the price of anything. Right. <laughs> Kyle, California we, must really suck when you have hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> we, we really need to, uh, to make this happen. Kyle, I think you'd be the perfect candidate. All right, go for it. I will put in no effort. Uh, but you know, if you can make it happen, feel free. Yeah. We can make t-shirts and it says, it'll say like cows in jeopardy. And be like, Oh no, what's wrong with cows? We were trying to get cow in jeopardy. Right. That's pretty good. That's it. It's probably got as much of a chance as the cow magnet, but Hey, (laughs) the cow magnet jeopardy cigar is the, uh, Hey, we can do that now. Uh, you know, we we'll just we have to stop when until we get the cease and desist. <laughs> yeah, we can't call it Cal Magnon. Yeah, <laughs> of course you can. Yeah, you we could. Just have to wait. Yeah. Uh, I'll run. What I've you. always wanted is a, a lawsuit for no good reason. <laughs> yeah, we're making hundreds of millions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You uh, could you could smoke them on the show with your. Uh... Glass glass of bourbon. Bring bring smoking back. They really what if we should. called it the, instead of the cow magnon, we could call it the the cow mignon. It's close yeah. enough. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, we had a question from from Dom. Cigar analogies. Uh, I don't really want to read this one, but here we go. Uh, does one's ability to blow smoke rings correlate with their kissing prowess? I don't even know what to say to that. I've never kissed anyone that can blow smoke rings, so I don't know. That's true. Yeah, that's... 100% of the people that I know can do it, that I personally know can do it, are dudes. I've known some girls that could. I'm not saying women can't, and I just, I've never, I don't know any of them. I don't don't think it has any correlation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah, 100. That's that's the answer. <laughs> no, but I also would. Because isn't that like one specific motion with your tongue that is not a very interesting motion? I really blow a smoke I've, like, I've tried honestly probably like six times. Oh my god, that's stupid. Mo, you blew one the other night. You said what on the podcast? Didn't you, Mo? You uh, you blew a smoke ring the other night by accident. Yeah, he he blew he blew Tyler from smoke ring. Mo's a hell of a <laughs> kisser, so yeah. maybe maybe it does correlate. Uh, you know, it might just be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got? Uh, we're, yeah, I was gonna say we're gonna move on from that one as fast as we can. Not fast. Um, yeah. So. Alex from Lake Country Cigars wants to know, uh, other than the Cigar Noise Boys, what other podcasts do you guys enjoy? We've hit this one, but we can do that again. It's pretty quick. Uh, And he also wants to know, what's your favorite shop you visited? Could be for the selection or lounge or the combination of both. Mm. So podcasts, lounges. Well, we always shout out TLE. Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was going to say, that's the easiest segue ever. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, fucking uh, Hot Ticket, those guys are pretty funny. Yeah. I was pretty boy. They're, they're cool dudes. You know, and I, dude, guys, we got to do that. We got to do that uh, podcast together. Again. 
too. Um, uh, well, does it have to be cigar podcast or any podcast? I listen to Joe Rogan quite a bit. I like him. Joe oh, Rogan, of course. He's a goat. He's the greatest podcast of all time. Oh, yeah. What's in your mouth right now? One, two, one, no. <laughs> I do, I do want to know. That's why I asked. Well, it was a cigar, and I was trying to take this band off, and uh, I didn't realize that the band is like foil. It's like made out of metal. What are you smoking? Dope. Is that this a... Is uh, the, huh? Go ahead. No, it's the it's a Adventura um, Queen's Pearls or something like that. Uh, Grand Corona. It's a, it's a Connecticut. It's great. But I'm trying to take the band off because I'm getting into it. I'm like, man, what the fuck is wrong with this band? And it's... I never noticed it's made... It's like a f- really thick foil. Dope. So you tried to take the band off and you were foiled. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. That. Uh, that's right, Cal. Hey, I'll take uh, elections for 400. <laughs> it's going to cost you more than 400 to take the elections. <laughs> no, it's the topic of the Jeopardy. Fucking Cal, you messed it up. Um, is there a follow up question to that? Is there more? No, there's the podcast and then there's the cigar lounges. Okay. Lounges. Well, ask, ask, what about uh, <laughs> COVID? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Mo, I'll let Mo do the lounges first. Cedar uh, mm, Room in Arizona was really nice. That's nice. a real nice one. Um, Davidoff, Brooklyn is really cool. Uh, Nat Sherman was really cool. Was, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, man. Uh, there's a uh, a spot in um, Lone Wolf in Santa Monica. That's a nice spot. Lone Wolf is uh, yeah. Lone Wolf is uh, David David yeah. White. Right? Yeah, out of, something like that. Yeah, they. Dude, it's like close to Rodeo or like LA or, or yeah. whatever. He gets yeah. like celebrities in there all the time. Yep. Yeah, I think James Worthy hangs out there all the time. Uh, uh, I know Axel Rose. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that. I know he. I don't know if he smokes there. I think he buys there. But. Yep. That was a cool spot. Um, I don't know. Casa in Chicago is a great spot. Damn right it is. Um. <laughs> Second that. If you're just talking like, this is like ambiance, right? Uh, if you're talking like actual places that you're going to go, like, you know, where it's a mixture of cool people, maybe not the most high-end spot or whatever, but really cool people, might there are definitely some of those that I just named wouldn't fall into that category. Like, if we're talking about where we would, like places we've been that we love hanging out at. Yeah. That's going to be a different answer than. Yeah. Yeah. That's then. Um, that's what I'm like thinking. Nicest lounges. What's that? I'm, I'm thinking lounge that if you could go and hang out at any that you know of, what would they be? Outside of my home lounge. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. No, I don't know. I would have to think about that, man. No, Drew's when I say home, I mean like I mean like outside of Casa. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Because well, first of all, that's a tough one because I don't want to offend anybody. So that's why I let you go first. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, that's a tough one. I definitely have the places that I enjoy going to um, more than others. So, uh, whether I mean, that's not even people that carry patina. I'm just saying there are, let's say, shops I've been trying to get into for three years now, and it's just like, oh, fuck, here we go. But um, I still like hanging out at their shops. It's a cool shop, right? Um, so I don't know. It just depends. But... As much, like we've talked about this, as much as cigar shops are very similar throughout the country, in a lot of ways, they're also very different, too, if that makes sense, depending on where you're at. So, I don't know. I'd have to think about that one. And I probably wouldn't answer it, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, but the first ones I named outside of atmosphere, outside of, uh, you know, whatever, those are just like nice fucking places, if that makes sense. Just yeah. really beautiful, well done. I think one of the greatest shops that I've ever been to, and, and they're they are closed now, and for more political reasons than anything, but was Civil Cigar Lounge in D.C. Uh, it was beautiful. It was high-end. They had rooms you could reserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you could go there during the day and hit, you know, go into the humidor or the, the, the retail side, buy your stuff. A bar selection, second to none. They were connected to a restaurant called Range, and they, they would actually have the menu in there, and you could order. Um, and then at night, when the retail shop was closed, you would order your cigars through a, a menu. Um, <clears throat> and it was it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Uh, they aren't around anymore because their lease went up, and then it, it skyrocketed. And they're like, "Yeah, fuck that, I'm out." So. Um, that was, but I, you know, there are so many cool, and there, there's, there's not a lot of lounges that are that are alike, you know. So there's, there's a lot of lounges that I like for different reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly. Well put. Right. So like the vault in in in, in Meridian, Idaho, owned by um, cigar Don Williams, uh, his name's Josh Everett, and his wife Lori. Um, is is a shop that I use for a lot of examples. When people, you know, depending on what part of the country people are in, it's that lounge is all about the lounge, about the experience when you're there, feeling like you're part of the family, and the humidor is in the back, like past the bathrooms, and you go in there, small selection, but very well curated, maintained. It's always clean, TVs everywhere, and it's it's just it's your hangout spot with good cigars. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I talk about, um, I talk about Ronnie and Secreto a lot. I, I love Ronnie's pain in my ass, but his lounge was beautiful. I mean, I, I think he spent over 
over a million dollars on this build out. And it was absolutely gorgeous. The booths, the, the, the bar area, the selection of liquor, uh, and he had an outside patio. He had a private room in the back. He, he had a small kitchen that like he could, they could make, uh, appetizers and stuff out of. And it was on, it was on nine mile. And it was just like, it's on a strip where there's like a, a dessert place, like two doors down. There's a, there was a Detroit style pizza place, like on the next street over. It was, it's, it's gorgeous. I love that lounge. Um, uh, there, dude, there's, there's a bunch of that. There's a train car in Big Spring, Texas that's made out of literally a train car and they have a full bar. And I mean, it, you, you talk about feeling like you're at home with family. Uh, those guys are really cool. Uh, dude, there, there's just so many, there's so many like really, really good examples of, of, you know, how to do things in, in a different way. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, if you go to Sanchez in Jersey, you know, it's going to be right, you know, in the back, there's going to be guys, you're going to be, you're going to end up playing dominoes. You're going to end up, you know, having really like just fun time. And then there's other lounges that are just really all about, you know, relaxing, chilling. Um, I've been to these new star nationals that are just gorgeous, millions and millions of dollars, and they're gorgeous. But it feels very corporate, right? Like you don't really feel you're not connected to anyone. No, you're right, man. I mean, there's there's a lot of that. I mean, there are certain shops. I because of some might say that I'm a bit on the sarcastic side and all of that. Um, I typically tend to get along very well with the people on the East coast. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're North, like Northeast, uh, right. stuff like that. So that, that's always a fun time, but, um, you know, that's, so yeah, yeah, I like stuff like that. Like we can go in and just kind of like BS and make fun of each other, and nobody, yeah, nobody wants to cry. <laughs> yeah, um, that's always good. But um, yes, some places, man, they're just like so stuffy, and it's just like, why, why am I here? <laughs> yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, that but, I've always I always talk about that Clayton by around you that. Mm-hmm. Is, stupid that is Mm -hmm. that is next level stupid of amazingness so so that's the nicest one i've ever been to myself that's like but i don't i don't count that as a cigar lounge because you're right um it, it really isn't i mean it is but it's not um i don't know how to explain it, it it's it's a private lounge. It's a private it, member. It's, it, it's a private club that happens to sell cigars. Yeah. On a small scale. The majority, but, high end, but really but, high-end cigars. <laughs> right. And it, you don't have to buy the cigars from there to have a membership. You don't have to buy a minimum of cigars to have a membership. You don't have to buy any cigars to have a membership there. In fact, most people... Uh, that our members there bring their own cigars. Um, like a lot of higher end, you know, whether it's 
Grand Havana room or whatever it's called or the Clayton or whatever. Club. Yeah, most of you know the majority of those guys they bring in Cubans. They smoke Cubans. That's just what it is. And uh, you know it's a it's a show thing, right? So, but there's a segment of people that love that and they happen to do it very fucking well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fucking freezing right now. <laughs> just, You're freezing. What is it? Ninety? <laughs> it's sixty-one. Sixty. Oh my god. So cold I, out there. So, I got oh, sweats yeah. and a sweater and thick socks. Freezing. <laughs> wow. Shut up. Uh, Drew, what 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 shops, what lounges are your jam, dude? Um, I haven't been to a lounge in a while. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I haven't been to one in a while. (laughs) Nice ones with nobody there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, his guest house is the best lounge. My house. Yeah, it's pretty good. West of Mississippi. (laughs) The house is pretty good. Um... I'm still a fan of like Casa, Casa Monte Cristo, Chicago. Tulsa, I, uh, if I wanted to go somewhere, it'd be classic cigars. I still dig like Fogan Bates to go hang out. They have a nice lounge and a really good selection of cigars. Here's yeah. a better question: what what sh- what shops do you see out there doing their thing on social media and all that that you want to go visit mm. you know there's some shops that are like ah man i gotta get over there i really want to visit that place and just for one reason or another it just hasn't happened i feel like the guys that embargo have way too much fun dude Embargo's an awesome awesome lounge embargo in arizona yeah so yeah i mean unfortunately their their owner just had a really bad motorcycle accident oh, oh jesus yeah i had hope you know i uh, messaged him, so I I don't know if that that should I don't know, but yeah, I mean, obviously, well wishes are always so our our thoughts and prayers are with him uh, as he recovers. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, you know that. Uh, yeah, I know that that's a really good shop. I think it's a hundred percent boutique. I think that shop, all boutique cigars. So. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, I just uh, it looks like they got a lot of jokes, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of adventures. Yeah, that's a good Arizona. Man, we've talked about this. Arizona for me per capita is probably the best. I mean, whether you want to go like for a relaxed kind of sitting, where you can go to like a place like Big Sticks and just relax, like with Paul Booza, Tobacco Jesus, and stuff like that. You can go to Puro. Puro is an amazing fucking place um, out in Chandler, Arizona. And then you have Fine Ash, that's awesome, which is right by where the Cardinal Arizona Cardinals play. And then, you know, that's an amazing place to go hang out at. And then you have, um, uh, what's the other, you know, obviously Embargo. And then if you like more of the upscale stuff, you have Ambassador, which is probably one of the premier lounges in, in the entire country, too. Um, so, you know, it's kind of just uh, in, in a really relatively small area, they have a lot of really really good lounges and a very strong cigar scene 
Yeah, Owl Ear out there is real nice. Yeah, um, Owl Ear is good. Scallywag has a really good uh, selection. Uh, and I think if I just, I think I saw their Instagram, they just like were remodeling some stuff, which is cool. Uh, yeah, Arizona is, is, uh, is stacked out there. Close to another house that you want to go to. I've always wanted to go to Corona. I haven't been there yet. Oh. Yeah, I got to get there. Yeah, it's fucking gorgeous. I mean, just imagine over the top, and then it's a little more than that. You don't drink, so that kind of takes out half the experience away, but um, their, their bar selection and, and all their shops are just top-notch. Mm-hmm. I want to see that pre uh, that pre embargo Cuban section. Oh yeah, yeah. I think every store has something a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What else we got, boys? I just sent some over. Well, I read them up. You want me to? Uh, Yogi <laughs> said, "Would you rather find a dead body or witness to, or be a witness to a deadly assault?" <laughs> that's oh, uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> that's a small shift. Definitely from New York. Um, I'm gonna go with neither. <laughs> no, you gotta pick one. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, uh, would I, you I'd rather find a dead body? No way would I want to fucking see that. You said find one? Yeah, I'd rather... That's probably the easier of the two. Only because if you're a witness, then you might have to go to court and all that crap. Oh, that's what it is? Well... Potential trauma involved? uh, Well, look, you're finding a dead body or a a deadly assault. They're both dead bodies. (laughs) Well, no, but you're witnessing one. Like, you're seeing the act of creating Mm. the dead, you know... I'm all right. Yeah, I've seen people die. I'd rather find a dead body. Because a dead I mean, it's all. I mean, that means they got the maybe got the shit beat out of them and died. It depends a little bit, though, right? Like, what level of decomposition are we talking? Is it going to be smelly? Like, you know, oh, it's going to be bad. Period. Because, like, I can imagine a deadly assault where a guy just gets punched once and dies. You know, like one of us fighting Mike Tyson. Not Drew, though. It'd be one yeah. of us. Yeah, after that last <laughs> fight, I would whoop Tyson's ass. I was, was going to ask about like this. Nate Robinson. Yeah. Stop lying. <laughs> I was going to ask. Fantastic. Yeah, Drew, in the event that you wanted to know what would happen if you fought Mike Tyson, watch the Jake Paul and Nate Robinson fight. <laughs> oh, that was nice. That was really nice. Yeah. I still would do it for money. And 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 not necessarily money, just my medical bills. <laughs> no, I want money. If somebody's still listening, I still would do it. Sign me you up. You definitely have a talk show circuit thing to do afterwards. <laughs> Get me in touch with Tyson. I w- I'd like to fight him. <laughs> Well, well, whenever we try to get in touch with the people from Jeopardy, we'll see if they know of Tyson's ah, representative. There we go. <laughs> I'm sure that's the same crew. crew right? 
Um, Hollywood's a small place, guys. The next question is pretty easy here, I think, at least. Would you rather listen to music from the 70s for the rest of your life or music from today for the rest of your life? Today. If it was was 80s, maybe I'd say 80s. But 70s? Oh, fuck, I'm going 70s. Yeah, well, you're in Oklahoma, so you probably just got, like, 90s music. (laughs) Music from today is shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it depends. I guess it depends. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell me some song that just came no, out. That's fucking hilarious. That's that's amazing. Well, here's the thing. It depends. Like, what is it like Taylor Swift for the rest of my life? Or, or I mean, hey. look, I'm a fan of Kanye. I'm a fan of Drake. I'm a fan of anything that hip-hop. anything that just came out in the last ten years. Oh yeah, no, yeah, ten years. But yeah, today's music. 100 2010 to 2020 if eight if it was 80s though it'd be tough i i love me some journey and <laughs> genesis yeah. there's some absolutely there's some really good hip-hop from the 80s some bangers yeah <laughs> bangers <laughs> wow so who actually uh who actually did watch the fight the tyson fight I did not. Danny? No. No, I didn't. I, and oh. the only reason I didn't, I was just so busy, but I, I was willing to. But then ultimately glad I didn't since it ended in a fucking tie. Well, you get. knew that was going to happen. It yeah, was how does that happen? exhibition. Come on. No, no. no. It no, was an exhibition. Not for, that, not for that amount of money. Get back in for another round for the tie. Oh, look, dude, watching him and training and stuff, he could have fucking smoked him in the first round. Yeah, felt like a money. It was a, it was for money, for the charities and shit that he was doing, and it was for attention to get him back in, in the limelight, dude. He he looked good, he looked real good, but he looked like he was eighty percent too. <laughs> Why he's also how old? You know, fifty. Fifty four, fifty one. One of them was fifty one. One was fifty four. Think about that. He's at 80% at 54. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying he was just going 80%. Oh, he, oh. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, yeah, yeah. Somebody, you know, Mike Tyson smokes a lot of weed, so he didn't realize that, hey, you know, if win or lose, you still get the $10 million. He's like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> We're going 80% for this fight. <laughs> <Like>, yeah. Fuck <laughs> it. That's funny. He looked good though. He just looked like I mean, and he went after him. If you watch the fight, Roy Jones is just running around the ring the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're laughing, but I don't blame him. Well, no, yeah, fuck, I would too. You would do him, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because because yeah, Roy Jones saw those time. same videos you saw. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm, fuck that, fuck that. Oh, he said it at the end of his interview. He's like, yeah, it's fucking body shots hurt. <laughs> a, a trained fighter is saying it fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah, but Drew from Oklahoma can take it. No, I didn't say I could take it. I said I, said I would step in the ring with him. I'm not getting cocky here. I'm just so, saying. So I would... the announcer, he stepped into the ring with him too. It didn't mean he fucking fought him. <laughs> I'm just saying I I would fight him. I'm not saying I could stand a chance. 
don't don't misconstrue this. I'm not I'm not being a badass here and taking on Mike Tyson. No. I'm I'm gonna get knocked the fuck out, but I'm still gonna step in the ring with him. You're an ambitious man, Rufus. Oh, I think it'd be fun. I mean there's there's something to be said for that. I think it'd be fun. I definitely want an audience though, because that was weird with those fights too, was no audience and you just hear like your your ring guys like clapping and stuff. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna work. I feel like people would not mess with you in like a bar fight if you were like, "I fought Mike Tyson." Yeah. Until they saw the video of you getting knocked the fuck out in three <laughs> seconds. <laughs> yeah, but they'd only last two. They know it. <laughs> the last thing I can remember is hearing the bell ding. <laughs> And then I was uh, waking up on the mat. <laughs> okay, so here's a question. Go for Since it. We yeah. have uh, t- two small cigar brand owners on the podcast now. Uh, uh, small, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not my fault. You're you're small, bro. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's the way it is. Um, but uh, does it feel like when you have a small cigar brand and you're really pushing it forward? Does that feel like getting in the ring with Tyson with the rest of these these big brands throwing their shit around? No. Not, well, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go. No, man. Go ahead. Uh, no, for me, not at all. I mean, it, it's it's uh, we're fighting a whole different. It's a whole different circuit, right? It's a whole different league, right? Like, you don't even, you know, I don't go through this thinking about general and Altitis, I don't, I don't give a fuck about them because one, they're, they're kind of out of touch. Right. But they're also a machine. It's like, you just, you know what I mean? You, you don't really, for me anyway, I mean, do I, do I see what the competition is doing on one hand? It's like, Oh fuck, they're giving away TVs for every box purchase. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, whatever, you know, like that, if, if there's someone that's exclusively smoking the big brands, it's not, that's, those aren't the people I'm, that's not my audience. Right. So I don't necessarily care. And then if they're, if they're small, you know, cause as of, as of right now, you know, Mo's way, most companies way bigger than mine. Right. But I, I want to befriend Mo and I want to befriend these guys that are actually on my level and, or, you know, I'm at that level and, or in the same league and, and say, Hey, you know, let's, let's do this together. So I, I really don't even think about those big guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with Danny. So I don't look at smaller brands as competition at all. I think there are, there are a few guys that are questionable, but by and large, I root for the boutique guys. Like I, I want them to do well. I don't. Okay. Um, here's where I'm going to. So if you were to ask me at the beginning of 2020, I would, I would say I a hundred percent agree with Danny, like the big brands, you know, whatever they're going to do, they're going to do. And we're going to find our niche. What's happened in 2020 that's changed things a little bit, at least for me, I can't speak for other people, but there are only a certain amount of dollars, right? This year has been really weird. And so 
what you're seeing is though that money that maybe would have gone to take a chance on a patina or would have gone to to on a smaller brand or you know what we're going to give it a shot or we're not when these guys are out there doing the stuff that they're doing and it's like fast money for the retailer more and more dollars are getting like set aside for that if that makes sense so like I had a conversation with uh, one of the guys from a brand that's bigger than mine uh, by a long shot, but still not one of the big boys. And he was saying, even even in, in the normal times, it's hard enough to compete with some of that stuff. But during stuff like this, it's even harder. Because, again, what helped us is smaller brands so much was the FaceTime that we were able to get and being on the road and being on whatever. So that, that was like a show of real support um, in a lot of ways. And now that ability to bridge that is, is at least for me, because I haven't traveled. And, and I think a lot of the guys are, are in my position too. Um, although some have recently started to travel again. Um, but that that's what made it more difficult. And so like, yes, we're not necessarily competing with those big boys and, and there isn't a ton of crossover from the people that smoke that stuff. But on a retailer level, a lot of the dollars that may have been gone, go, go to take a chance on a smaller brand are now being allocated to that stuff that they could turn quicker. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that's just what I'm seeing. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, but for guys like us, right now, online has been better than it's ever been for me. But in-store is not. So. Cool. Drew, who else would you fight for the right amount of money? Um... Uh... I don't know. Tyson would be good. <laughs> I don't know beyond that. I wouldn't, I would definitely wouldn't step in the ring with any like MMA guys. There's no fucking way. Not enough money could ever um, pay for that damage. Yeah, because they're like, by the time you tap out, they get another two or three licks like that. You know, their, their momentum is just going right. And then, and that ref doesn't want to get punched in the face. Yeah. So if you watch it, he's tapping, it's like, tap, 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 tap. And it's like, they're ripping like, your hey, fucking arm off. <laughs> yeah. He's still like, Oh, sorry. I didn't notice. Yeah. Here's your, here's your arm back. Yes. So no, none of, definitely that. none of that. There's no fucking way. I don't know, boxing-wise, who who else is... I don't even know any boxers these days. Yeah. No, no. Here, here's what people don't understand about these... Like, okay, yes, can they throw a punch? Can Tyson throw a punch? Absolutely. The, the biggest difference is the punch that Tyson can take. Right? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. He sits there, and you give him... I mean, right in the gut or right in the, and he just shakes it off and looks back at you and you just gave him everything you had. You are yeah. fucked. You know, just yeah. like, it's like if you encountered a grizzly bear and you had a shotgun and you shot him in the face, 
and he just looked at you like, dude, you really just shot me in the fucking, you're like, oh, oh shit. Like, that's all I got. That That's my biggest weapon. And you, you just dusted it off. Uh, just now turn that shotgun onto yourself and let the bear into <laughs> So real quick, and I know we got to wrap up because it's been a while, but uh, I, I wanted to give you guys an update because talking about boxing and all of that jogged my memory. I finally caught up. I, I watched Oceans 11, 12, and 13. And nice. I remember we were talking about, like, movies that you would think that we would like that we've never watched. And I finally Love those them. movies. Phenomenal. I, I, bought, I bought the trilogy, like, when it came out on DVD because I love them so much. Not, 12 was my favorite, but the other two were very good, too. Yeah, yeah 12, 12 with that, with that uh, Italian guy, like, he just did a, such a good job yeah. on it. Yeah, it was it was it was good, but um, but but I don't know if you guys have any questions. But I know Danny, you said um, I'm. I just want to say it's it's awesome to have another good dude getting back into uh, you know with a brand, and there's uh, there could never be too many good people in this industry. Uh, so Danny, I'm excited, man. I'm excited, oh, bro. Hell yeah. So, Thank you. Guys. We're going to always support you, man, even if you leave our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which. He's, he's prepping <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, aren't you going to be on some other stuff soon? Oh, yeah. Uh, this Saturday, I will be uh, on... Um, uh, KMA? Yeah, Kiss My Ash. I was, I was going to say abe i'm like well I don't, yeah kiss kma so kiss my ash radio um it'll be it'll be obviously live it'll be a zoom uh i wish i could have done it in studio in miami uh but they're not doing that until march but uh that that'll be cool i've never really had uh, a conversation with abe before um abe and i did a a zoom kind of event together um but uh, no, what was it? We did a oh that uh, dojo protocol kind of room thing that they have that you can just go on twenty four hours a day. Uh, we were in there for a while, but uh, yeah, it should be should be interesting. Um, I'm I'm sure it'll be a blast for sure. All right. Um. Do I have something else lined? I do have another show. Shit, I got to look. I forget, but we'll talk about that. So, I mean, that's kind of the plan is to, you know, say, hey, you remember me? Like, let's get on the, let's get on these shows and, you know, know the shit out of people for the next uh, couple months. Danny. Good shit. Danny's a badass. Good really shit. Good shit. Well, boys, next week. Sounds good. Awesome. Contact your retailer. Ask them for the voyage. Ask them for patina. Do it. Ask them for the Sultans of Smoke Cigar and laugh when they can't get it. (laughs) (laughs) But you should ask anyways. It'd be fun. Next week. All right, boys. You guys have a good one. See you. See you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke 
at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.